Unconsciously grab this wind and pierce it in his neck. Which <laughs> you was talking to one of your three mistresses, by the way. Outside of that, um, outside of that room, the only thing you was thinking about was talking about to the one of those three mistresses and um, injecting injecting a lethal dose of propofol into his wrist, into his chest. Talking about how he reached. You're crazy. You're really, really crazy. I had one friend on Reddit say that this was the equivalent to when they tried to blame George Floyd for his own death. Now, yes, Michael did have insomnia, and that you do want to die when you can't get sleep. But to say that he unconsciously grabbed it with the lethal dose too, something isn't right, y'all. It always be suicide when it comes to these things, huh? It always be suicide. Prince, Whitney, Michael, it it doesn't sit right with me at an even up sign. Sandra Bland, it always be suicide after they come out about something, after they're found out about something or whatever, it'd always be suicide. Or if they're about to reveal something, Princess Diana, I'm surprised Harry and Meghan are still living. Don't be surprised when six if six, if six weeks later, they, um, they're found dead or something. I don't know. But it always be suicide as the cause of death when any of this happens. They were so bold enough to come out to the public and then poof, they're gone. Somehow, somehow, but it, it, it always be suicide. You look back, I'm not on any of this Illuminati stuff, I promise you, but you, you look at these deaths and it's always, oh, they overdose, oh, they overdose, oh, they overdose, or they hung themselves, they stop them, they slit their wrists. No. Because how come months earlier, or the day before, or a week before, they were so confident about speaking about the industry or against Donald Trump? It's like Putin, how he... One day they um, they're about to reveal something about Putin and how toxic he is. The next day, oh no, they fell um, thirty. They fell from like a thirty, from like the thirtieth floor in an apartment. Or oh no, they were poisoned. Right, right, right. They just happened to fall off the 30th story just like all the other people that happened to accidentally fall 
just like the other people does. So you start to see this pattern, okay? Okay? I'm gonna pray for some of y'all to cleanse your to cleanse your soul. To really um, search for God. I can't believe it. I can't believe that you guys always try. See, y'all, y'all enter the media. I'm speaking to the media now, the mainstream media. Y'all entertain this, don't you see? Y'all entertain this. That is why you aren't giving Leola Brown any coverage. We should just call her Leola Houston. Pat doesn't deserve to have a Houston title. That's why you don't give Leola any coverage. That is why Square One isn't really in the news. That is why YouTube is freezing Michael's views. That is why all your faves are up there um, at number one, even though they wouldn't be if it weren't for the fucking King of Pop. Something are really crazy. And I, I'm gonna pray for you. I promise. I will pray for you. I will. But you gotta do some cleansings first. Something's really wrong with um, your aura. Michael knew your game and what you were about. And so you had to get him. You had to get him. You owned half of your catalog. Now he owns half of you. And he owned your catalog. You were mad that an innocent black man um, had that ability. Paul was mad that he didn't think to outbuy the catalog, the Beatles catalog. And so then he goes on to the news saying, Michael stole it from me. Nice songs, but um, talking about Michael didn't steal from you he didn't steal anything you could have bought it yourself you had more money than him you were the first one who told him about the catalog but you regret that now huh so you have to go onto the news tell more lies oh because i'm talking about paul mccartney and because i'm talking about people jumping onto the bandwagon let's talk about elton john for a sec i'm gonna scalp him because um, I'm really mad. I- I'm still mad, even after three years, even after, well, two and a half, basically. I'm so mad. And of course, Billboard covered this. Alton John calling him genuinely mentally ill. You called him genuinely mentally ill. Because see, in your book, you came after Tina Turner, Michael Jackson. Freddie Mercury. You, you, you came after. Nobody asked for this book, sir. I know nobody asked for this podcast. I'm doing it for me, okay? I'm actually speaking truth. 
nobody asked for your book. So, nobody asked for your book. No one. Nobody asked for lies. And you know when the autobiography was released? 2019. So, of course, he jumped on the bandwagon of, okay, because I'm going to read a quote from the book once this one loads. I, um, it's time to diss. So I'm going to read from the Billboard article. I'd known Michael since he was 13 or 14. Elizabeth Taylor had turned up on the starship with him until he was just the most adorable kid you could imagine. But at some point in the intervening years, he started sequestering himself away from the world and away from reality as the way Elvis Presley did. <laughs> oh, shout. Um, in a cottage in the grounds of Woodside. Hmm. Oh, I'm gonna be talking about them. In the cottage in a cottage in the grounds of Woodside where my housekeeper lived, she was sitting there watching Michael Jackson quietly playing video games with her eleven year old son. For whatever reason, he couldn't seem to co- cope with his old company at all. God knows what was going on in his head, and God knows what prescription drugs he was being pumped full of, but every time I saw him in his later years, I came away thinking the poor guy had totally lost his marbles. I don't mean that in a light-hearted way. He was genuinely mentally ill, a disturbing person to be around. It was incredibly sad, but he was someone you couldn't help. He was just gone, off in another world of his own, surrounded by people who only told him what he wanted to hear. Now he knew leaving Neverland was out. He knew that it was out. Because me, the autobiography by Elton John, was available for purchase October 15th. That was plenty of time during that year to add a little bit of detail about Michael. Okay. Because he wouldn't have mentioned Michael at all if Alan hadn't come out. We all know that. Everyone knows that. But he figured just, you know, to add a little tidbit about him, it would would benefit on his behalf. It would benefit him. That is why he added it. He knew he didn't have to say what he said. God knows what prescription drugs he was being pumped full of. Shut up. I'm talking about how you knew him since a teenager and then don't like the older version of him or whatever. No. No. You ain't looking too good either. Thank you USA Today for putting a good pick of Michael from 1996 from that press conference with the red jacket and you know the gold stubs or whatever trying to diss um Tina Turner diss Michael Jackson um cause hold on here's he talks great about Freddie okay 
Oh yeah, shaving Elvis Presley saying overweight, sluggish, and completely gone and barely coherent. He is so full of himself. said what he said about Freddie Mercury. He hadn't told me he was ill. I just found out through mutual friends. I visited him a lot when he was dying, although I could never stay for much longer than an hour. It was too upsetting. Sure. Um, he was too frail to get out of bed. He was losing his sight. His body was covered in Kaposi's sarcoma, sarcoma lesions, whatever. And yet he was still definitely Freddy, gossiping away completely outrageous. Sure. Oh, after he died, John received a Christmas gift that Mercury had bought him. Had, yeah, a watercolor by the artist Henry Scott Took, who painted male nudes which the Bohemian Rhapsody singer attached a cheeky note to saying, thought you'd love this. Like I said before, Freddie was magnificent. Right, right. But, but Michael, so he can, he can give you male nudes from an artist. But Michael, every, everyone has to assume that Michael slept with kids even though he slept on the floor most of the time. Y'all select what you want to hear. Saying that people only told him what he wanted to hear. Please shut up. Michael spoke about real things. He didn't... Sure, he, he could be naive. And sure, he, he was innocent. But he wasn't so, like, closed off where... He was, he was just having a fall from grace. He knew what was going on. He wasn't just saying, oh my god, the music industry is so happy. Oh my god, um, the press, oh, just ignore them. No, he spoke about the press. He spoke about people like you, slime balls. Okay. And hold on, John continues that the ensuing lunch with Jackson was even stranger than he anticipated. They had to sit indoors with curtains drawn because of the because of Jackson's vitiligo, a skin condition, and the thriller singer refused to eat. <sighs> he eventually wandered away from the table and was found hours later playing video games with the housekeeper's 11-year-old son. Hold on, hold on, hold on, because he, he just said the poor guy looked awful, really frail and ill. And when was this? When was this? When was this? I, I want to I wanna know what date of when he knew. Because he said this dumb stuff. 
The guy looked awful, really frail, and ill. He was wearing makeup that looked like it had been applied by a maniac, which is contradictory, by the way, Mr. Helton John, because Michael actually took pride in doing his makeup. We're from Jermaine, they're photographers, Karen, no, you don't, you don't know shit about Michael, okay? I bet Katherine Jackson could even confirm that you weren't even, oh, shut up. You tried it. These people really tried to stay relevant by bringing up Michael's name, and y'all accused Taj Jackson of doing that. Never mind that Taj was abused. Y'all keep that out of the picture, but then you want to- You need his name to stay relevant. You've proven that time and time again, and then want to deny it. But the truth is, the guilters, Wade, James, um, Fox, they need Michael Jackson's name to stay relevant. Billboard? MTV? MTV, there wouldn't be a Video Vanguard Award without Michael Jackson, who broke the barriers for all artists, specifically Black artists. R&B, pop, you know, legendary, record-breaking, iconic shit. There wouldn't be a Video Vanguard Award. There wouldn't be a Michael Jackson Video Vanguard Award. There wouldn't be that award at all. So for you to take off his name, just based on what somebody's lies? <laughs> How dumb can you be? Alton John sang, and his nose was covered with a sticking plaster which kept what was left of it attached to his face. Obviously just cherry-picking from the media's stories like The Sun, The Inquirer, The Mirror, The Daily Star, or whatever, saying that Michael used tape, taped his nose together because it was falling off. Dude, he was getting surgery until we had to like put it over to cover it up. It was not to keep it attached. Ridiculous. How dumb can you be? No shops don't work like that. No. Black don't crack either. Frail and old and fragile. That's the only way that you look right now. Look at your face. Look at your pudgy face, William Barr. Cross of William Barr and Donald Trump and you're trying to paint that picture on Michael. Don't you dare. Don't you dare. Sean Hannity too. You don't, um... You don't get to talk about somebody else's addictions, child. You didn't need to mention his name, although you did because you need to stay relevant. You need to stay relevant. And so you had to mention his name. You, you could have chosen the easy way not to. You could have just said, oh, and I met Michael Jackson. You didn't have to add all these lies about how frail he looked. We, we have evidence that the photos that the media has posted from their, you know, articles and, you know, their um, magazines are photoshopped to make Michael look crazy, making his lips pinker, his um, skin yellower. We, we have evidence of that. His mugshot was even fake, but there was a picture that was taken the same day that looks nothing like it. You know what you're doing. 
But I knew that Elton John had gone crazy when he said a sticking plaster which kept what was left of it attached to his face. You can look at all the pictures that we have of Michael in the mature era, invincible era of history. His nose was not falling off. His nose was perfectly attached to his face. And what was left of it. Girl, please. You wish you looked as flawless. You you wish. You w- you're dying to look this flawless. I'm gonna put the link to the article in the description because y'all need to see how fly Michael looks. And then compare it to Elton John. Ciao. He really tried it. I, I, I was shocked when I heard it the first time and then I came across the article again. But I was shocked. I've been meaning to scalp him, but, um, you know, I, I know I didn't start off with the usual intro. Um, so hello, this is Jonathan Clark from King Radio. But, um, I'm really disappointed, disgusted with, um, with what he said. Justifying, because see, because I have a message for the guilters too. If they had actually found child porn or child erotica in Michael's house, why wasn't he arrested? Why did the FBI find nothing after over a decade? of investigation. Could it be that you're reading um, The Sun, Billboard, The Mirror, Hollywood Reporter? And sure, I've heard that Tina Turner, you know, sometimes has like a rivalry with women. Like I heard about Beyonce and Tina Turner and how they act nice on stage. But backstage it was, you know, there was tension. But, um, you didn't, um, you, you need some help. Talking about how Michael needed healing and how he was mentally ill. You mentally ill if you were really thinking that people, that my culture would believe you, someone someone as white as you, talking about the king of pop this way, some irrelevant person, not saying that I'm relevant, but I, I really still can't believe that these people are trying. They are grasping for straws, and I know this was in 2019. I just had to talk about it, because you you know I had to talk about it. Y'all, y'all really, really sick. Really sick. I feel, I feel bad for you. I feel really bad. But then I don't. C.
seeing the way and reading what you wrote about Michael Jackson, Michael Joseph Jackson. The King of Pop, Michael Joseph Jackson. Seeing what you wrote, your, seeing what your relevant ass wrote. You have, the face, you have the fake Easter egg balls to write about Michael Jackson this way. Even though you're struggling to stay relevant. And if, you, if any of y'all believed him from that book, I'm going to start praying for you too if I haven't already. I'm going to really pray for you if you believed him, if you believe these lies. Talking about how Michael Jackson's face was falling apart and how his nose um, was coming detached. Please, pipe down, chubby. Please. Like, see, if you know something about music, you know that you need to go listen to the first song on Ariana Grande's Positions album. And then go to Mariah Carey's Caution and listen to Get the Fuck Out. And I need Adam Music to make a mashup of Shut Up and Get the Fuck Out by Mariah and Ariana. Just for Elton. Oh, called SCFU. I am. Um, I'm really disappointed in these artists. It, it, you know it's really you know they're really crazy when it's the modern artists too. That wouldn't be here, but um, y- y'all know who I'm talking about: Sam Smith, John Legend. <laughs> All these people try to shape Michael, even though they wouldn't even be here or relevant without him. And just to add some more relevance, they had to mention his name. Now, I wanna, I wanna hear what Tina Turner what Miss Tina Turner has to say about um, Alton John. I want to know. And if it's true, sure. But I got you wow. He, he even, this book just seems so negative. Talking about Andy Warhol, Tina Turner, Elvis. I mean, Elvis ripped off black artists, but you, you had to mention other people to stay relevant. Right, why write at all? Why? I may be going in circles on my podcast, but at least I'm saying good things. I'm, I mean, I'm coming after people, but this is important. Your book was not needed. Point blank, period. We didn't, we didn't need to hear this. No one, 
no one no we we really no no I'm sorry for that you're right but this, this was really ridiculous it's always the Brits who are just so annoying <laughs> These white people just really need us to stay relevant. They need to use people of our culture to stay relevant. It'd be so. I'm a. I'm a pray for you, Mr. Elton John. I'm a pray for you. I hope that Fun Lexi, if he hasn't already, I hope that Fun Lexi rips Elton John apart on his podcast, Michael Jackson Defense with Fun Lexi on YouTube, and then check out Black Light Podcast. I, I hope he tears him apart if he hasn't. If he ever ceases, oh my god. We need an episode where Thon just comes after him. Alton desperately needs a scalping. And we gonna give it to him. I started. I started off. Thon can finish it. And if he doesn't want to finish it, I can finish it. You can just tell me. Let me know. But, um... That's gonna be the end. Not just because, you know, the segment is ending, but also just because I'm done scalping him. My hands are dirty with the sandruff, so, um... Let me go clean them. And, um, yeah, this is Jonathan Clark from King Radio. Goodbye. <laughs>